Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Silver and Gold. Coming to the ring from parts unknown at a combined weight of 853 pounds, Piccolo and Dr. Zong. in your ear holes first time in 2016 i am the loaf and with me dr Zah. greetings greetings from uh, mongolia mm. um what is it about so I, I, I drank some angry orchard hard cider jake likes that stuff right and angry orchard yeah yeah, yeah for yeah. some reason i drink like one and i feel so like bloated and i gotta piss like crazy what is that uh yeah me pal like my i feel like i swallowed a watermelon my gut is just all round and ugh. maybe the orchard was a watermelon orchard <laughs> yeah a, a, a buddy stopped by a couple weeks ago this is how little i drink and he he brought a six pack of them drank two or three himself and it took me this long to drink the other three. So, hmm. um, you're an alcoholic. I'm an alcoholic. Um, it's probably not a good idea. It's probably not go a good thing that uh, when you piss <sighs> at seven forty-five in the evening, that it still smells like the coffee you drank. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I should probably drink more water during the day. My pee smells like urine. Well, if you drink coffee, it'll smell like coffee. Tastes like urine too. <laughs> nom nom, nom. Uh, we're gonna finally do our uh, uh, probably weak discussion of uh, two <laughs> Christmas masochistic Christmas films, uh, Santa Wee. with muscles and with Hulk Hogan, Blah. and Saving Christmas. Blah. Not to spoil anything, they blow. Urge. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll get to those soon. Zom, how have you been? It's been so long. Well, it's I'm kind good. of been so long. It's been so long for as far as everybody knows. Yeah, <laughs> Um, I'm good. I just woke up, so I'm kind of meh. <laughs> uh, and I set three alarms, so when I woke up, it, it you know, you, you're discombobulated, but then I had to find and shut off three alarms while I was, you know, getting, uh, I don't know. Oh, God, that was awful. <laughs> what I do for this show. How long did you sleep? From about probably, I don't know, maybe five hours. Yeah. I had that the other night. I, I woke up at like 4.30 in the morning, and I laid there for an hour. And finally, I was just like, I need something. So I, I, you know, rolling over in bed wasn't changing anything, so I just took a pillow and went and laid on the couch. And it was I was able to get like another hour in, but my alarm went off, and I was so fucking confused when it went off. It was like, what? 
You what? Deep REMs. Oh, I had I, just I, heard I, it just, something. Uh, wow. Um, it's asleep. Just sleep. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> well, it's been a little while since we recorded. We've had a, a, a two major holidays since then. We uh, did our our normal Christmas thing, and we we I don't know. Did you do anything for New Year's? Uh, yeah, it worked oh, until okay. you just said that. I forgot that people do stuff on New Year's. Yeah, I <laughs> I uh, I went to bed at eight thirty on <laughs> on New Year's Eve. I think I worked. I might not have. I can't even. I it, put it this way: it wasn't like. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. I went out and partied. And did like lines of blow off of a two supermodels' buttholes. Ooh, yeah. Now I remember. If you blow the blow back into their buttholes, it'll really mess them up. Ooh, that would um, be gross. Were they trannies or no? Yes. Okay, good. I was I was losing faith in you there. They were transitioning into men. <laughs> oh. Mm. Um. Wait, I don't know which is worse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be surprised, they're tiny by. little peckers made out of swollen bits. I, 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 I mean, if it's your thing, hey. There, when I say it's nothing worse, I guess there's nothing worse if you're if you're un, if it's unexpected. There's nothing worse than having sex with me. <laughs> I don't know. I might be. I might be close to that. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. There you go. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well. Snort. Um, so it's been a little while. Uh, you got any highlights of things you've been watching? Yeah, because like I don't watch that much. Discuss. It's not a long list. Um, the other day, uh, Walmart has um, some like uh, box set kind of small deal thingies. They have all these Godzillas. It's about two of them. Nice. And um, I watched Final Wars. Wasn't uh or Gojira Fanaru Auzu? Is that the one with um, the 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 MMA guy in it with the mustache? Yeah, John Fry. Yeah, and it was um not very good. It's a little I, long. I'm, it was really long, and you have about three quarters of of the entire thing. It's like two hours long, but you have about three quarters of it where you don't even see Godzilla. At all. I mean, like, right at the beginning when they have the titles, and that was about it. Um, I still, for the new ones, Godzilla against Mechagodzilla is my favorite. Yeah. This one I had high hopes for, and it was a turd. Uh, It wasn't very good. I mean, you got to see all those different um, monsters, and uh, I did think it was kind of funny when they had the American uh, Zilla, as they called it, or whatever the hell it was, and mm-hmm. he just kind of vanquished that in about two seconds. And the guy <laughs> said something about, "I knew that tuna eater couldn't blah blah." They're making a new but Godzilla anyway, in Japan this year. Yes, I saw the trailer, the oh. teaser trailer, if you will. Daddy, and it doesn't show anything, but it's just you know. The Another drink of delicious tea. Mm. I watched again while I was riding the gazelle. Uh, Der Amerikanischer Freund. 
which is uh, Vim Vender's movie with Dennis Hopper and Bruno Ganz, the American friend from 1977. This is still one of my favorites. Still like it. Looks really good. I did not wait for the Criterion because when I heard the Criterion was coming out, I was like, oh, I want to see that. And I only have it on VHS. So I bought the, I can't remember if it's a German version or what, but I had to play, I have to play it on my, um, Whatchamacallit? My, uh... Um, Blu-ray player. No. The, uh, region free. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Region free player. Dig Is it. that DVD? Yeah. Okay. And I watched 2015's Danny Boyle directed Aaron Sorkin written Dig Steve it. Jobs with Michael Fassbender. And uh, Kate Vinslet. Um, I think won a Golden Globe for that. Seth Rogen. Maybe. It was good. Um, I love Fassbender. And um, I learned a lot. Uh, I mean, I knew he was kind of a sociopathic tool uh, (laughs) in his personal life. But um, it was good. And and I was very surprised at uh, how good Seth Rogen was. You know, yeah, I, I, I was, I, I liked that movie quite a bit. I mean, obviously, it's, it's a little. I think it was criticized for being unrealistic, and obviously, it's unrealistic because I mean, what are the odds he's having these super deep conversations like this yeah. while walking around at every single major event? But that was, it, that wasn't the point. The, the point right. was just kind of like gathering it all. I thought it was really good, and I yeah. liked that they put him washing his feet in the toilet in there. Yeah, well, you know, who Which doesn't? Something he actually did. Yeah, I don't wash my feet in the toilet. I shit in the toilet. The dogs drink out of the toilet. You know what? Uh, Unless there's something on them, I can't say that I make it a, a habit to uh, reach down and wash my feet very often. Like even now, when you're taking a shower? Like I don't really think about it. Like my feet are fine. Like I, I mean, I'll, I'll like every once in a while, but it's like I, I don't know. I kind of stop at like the lower leg. Maybe, maybe you just can't. Can you not stretch? <laughs> My gut's in the way. Yeah, there you go. Um, I wash everything pretty thoroughly. I have a uh, kind of a loofah thing, sponge thing. It's not one of the ones on the stick. It's just like kind of um, you know, handheld. It's got a little. It's got a little uh, like a ribbon thing that's looped that mm-hmm. you can put your fingers through to hold on. I to have. It. It's like half of a loofah. And it's on uh, like a strap, so you can scrub your back with it. Yeah, just that's like you good. hold it with both hands. But yeah, I can't. I definitely don't wash the bottom of my feet unless. Oh, the, I wash them. Yeah, you gotta wash your feet. What the fuck? Maybe I need to start doing that. Yeah, it feels good too. Get some like pumice or something to make them pumice. nice and soft. Well, mine are soft as hell because I I always wear shoes. Um, let's see here. What else do I wash? <laughs> <laughs> Thrilling podcasting. Soap up. I like to soap up really good. I have a, I have a, I definitely have a pattern. So it's, I definitely always start with the butt. You got to watch the butthole. Yeah. And then I switch around to the front, and then it's torso, and then back, and then legs. Mm. I don't know why I always go in that order. I start. Well, no, I was gonna say I start at the top. But generally, I start at like my shoulders and go down, and then I do my what's left of my hair and my face. 
<laughs> What's and then I fart face? just like I just did. Woof. <laughs> I yeah, the, that. the hair and the face come last for me. And then here lately, for some reason, I don't know if it's to save time. Like, um, if I don't get up in time, there's always something that I have to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So I won't shave, but I have a razor that I take to work in my uh, backpack. Well, it's like a messenger bag. And uh, about halfway through the night, I'll sneak back to the bathroom and I'll, I'll, put, I'll put water on my face and I'll use the hand soap to make uh lather and then i'll shave real fast Ooh, I don't know and it's real that. it's real quick yeah because then I, I come in i look disheveled and then halfway through the night one time i went in and uh halfway through the night i went back and shaved my mustache completely off and then came back out for the rest of the night and only, like one guy probably six hours later goes wait a minute didn't you have a mustache when you came in? I was like, what are you talking about? I shaved that off last week. And I just fucked with his head because he's stupid. I'm superior. Uh, 1931. This Whoa. is a uh, classic directed by James Whale. Uh, Frankenstein, the original. Frankenstein. Uh, starring Colin Clive, May Clark, and Boris Karloff. Uh, this is another one of those uh, kind of box set deals. Mm-hmm all the universal monsters about that um i had never i don't think i had ever sit down and watch this i'd seen you know you see the the, the clips it's alive was it frankenstein alive. or bride of frankenstein where he was excited about the smoke smoke good where he smoked oh that must that must have been bride <laughs> i remember seeing that young frankenstein but uh um, yeah, when Gene Hackman was the only guy and he lit his finger on fire. <laughs> okay, another Universal 1931 directed by Todd Browning uh, was Dracula. But oh, I just—I yeah. was going to say Bram Stoker's Dracula, but that sounds like the... Is that uh, Francis Ford Coppola? Did he do that one? He did Gary Oldman. One. But it is based uh, on the like, same story, I think. So. Yeah, 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 I think so. Bella Lugosi, Helen Chandler, and David Manners. Now that, that Bella Lugosi's going places. I didn't like this one as much as Frankenstein. I, I never have either. It was pretty. Um, I don't know. I, I I didn't think it was that great. Uh, I mean, it's great because it's supposed. To, it, it's just you know. It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but it uh, it was all right. Uh, well, well, well. Maybe it's because they couldn't go as far, too. So, you know, he'd get ready to bite somebody and it cut away. I don't know what it was. He does, And he didn't have, like, Lugosi never really had that sexual power. He doesn't, yeah, like, Dracula's supposed to, like, you know, be suave. And he just, he already looked old then. Yeah, yeah. I watched uh, 2014's Ho-Ha. Which is spelled J A U J A. This is a Linzandro Alonso written and directed movie starring Vigo Mortensen, uh, Gita Norby, and Vilborg uh, Maling. Um, this is a visual spectacular. Um, it's a new release. Uh, well, I guess new release on. Um, iTunes. Yeah. Now, this is uh, a part of a Vigo 
new Vigo double, un double, that I did uh, last night. Um, it takes place in Argentina, but I don't know if it's supposed to be Argentina. Uh, and um, Vigo must be a bilingual motherfucker in mm -hmm. real life. Because everything in this is in Spanish or trilingual, because he knows. Oh, it's all oh, hundred percent. Yeah, because he knows English. I know, and whatever language he does yeah. in Europe. What is he? Is he Dutch? I think he's Danish. Danish. Is that Dan or, Danish? I don't know. Dutch? I don't even, yeah, I think he's Dutch. Uh, anyway, yeah, probably the same. Thing. Yeah, Denmark. Wait, uh, Denmark is Danish. Dutch is Holland. Well, he's something. Yeah, we're we're stupid. Uh, anyway, um, I'm get it. speak American is, or get the fuck out. That's what I say. Get out, fucker. Um, this kind of reminded me of uh, a cross between the Vim Vendors and a um, Donald Trump twenty sixteen. Huh? Donald Trump twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um. Uh. Between uh, Vim Vendors and um. Terrence Malick because they show I mean it's just beautiful to look yeah. at but there there was actually this will tell you something there was like one scene in this where I was watching it and I literally had to sit up tap the um, screen on my iPad because I wondered if it paused <laughs> they were just they were just showing this like mountainous range how beautiful it was and there's nothing in the picture moving and there's nobody in the picture and I was like, wait a minute, did this motherfucker just freeze up? <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it's, it's pretty, it, it's, it's good. I mean, you know, it's, it's very arty, arty farty. Um, yeah. Yeah. Farty. Uh, next thing I watched was Loin de, Home, Loin de Homes, which is uh, Far From Men from 2014. And this is also, uh, or this is directed by David Ulhofom. And uh, written by Albert uh, Camus and stars Vigo Mortensen, Rita Kiteb, and uh, Dijamul Barak. And um, this one I really liked. This one was a good one for me. Um, it takes place in Algeria mm -hmm. uh, during the Algeria War between the French and uh, the native Algerians. Uh, French had made the, a colony, and uh, this is after World War II, and they all fought together during World War II against the Germans, but then, you know, uh, the Algerians wanted independence. Well, Vigo is a school teacher, and uh, just the in the first couple minutes of the movie, a guy shows up on horseback with a guy tied, his wrist tied, and he says, this guy killed somebody, and you need to take him to this town, which is, I don't know how many miles away. Um, to be put on trial and to be hung. And Vigo's a pretty nice guy, and he doesn't want to do it, but he does. And it's really good. Um, and in this one, Vigo speaks French throughout the whole movie and some Arabic, um, or whatever they speak over there in Algeria. I think that would be Arabic. I don't know. Um, but it's very, very good. This one is a big recommend. Also on I thunes that's it that's See? it didn't have a lot um my list is going so i, I cut mine off because uh, a couple days ago i kind of went nuts and just watched a shitload of movies so i'm going to save those for the next show 
Okay. But on Christmas Day, and I think you might have seen this too. On Christmas Day, I went to go see a little movie called The Hateful Eight. Now, did you see this? Oh, yeah. oh yes. Yes, yeah. I forgot I did. Yes. I really liked The Hateful Eight. I thought I liked it better than D- Django. Um, Quentin Tarantino. I mean, uh, Samuel L. Jackson is really fucking good in it. So good, I needed to see another Samuel L. Jackson starring role, so I watched Jackie Brown as well, and it's still awesome. Um, I too liked it better than Django. Yeah, no, I don't dislike Django at all. I thought I thought Hateful Eight was 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 really good. Um, I got to go see it in seventy millimeter, and um, that was it was a neat experience. I I thought it was really cool. It had there was no trailers. It there was um, you know music at the beginning. There was uh, an intermission, so it was kind of cool, like going and filling up a soda and stuff. And um, you know, I, I used to work at a theater with. Uh, Bollywood films, which always have an intermission, so it wasn't entirely foreign to me. So I could imagine, like, it's kind of, you know, this might have been some people's first time ever seeing a film in a theater and having it pause in the middle. Um, but it was pretty. It was, it was just a neat thing, and they, it was a cool little um, uh, uh, program about the size of an LP with some like like behind the scenes type stuff. Um, but, it, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Kurt Russell is great. There was this really fat, annoying guy that kept laughing whenever Jennifer Jason Lee would get punched in the face, which was kind of bizarre. Um, he would laugh. I mean, like, obnoxiously loud laugh. <laughs> um, Get her! Yeah, yeah, that kind Ripped of thing. Ripped um, And I actually exclaimed, Jesus, at one point at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a, gore, a particularly gory scene. Um, oh, okay. I I I thought it was really good. What did you think of it? I thought it was racist. <laughs> a little. It went my well. They us, his movies usually are in some way, but uh, well, of course. I mean, realistically, I so I think though. I don't think they're yeah. malicious. I racist. thought it was pretty freaking funny. Yeah. No, the the whole movie and uh, even the. Oh wait a minute! Is that another alarm? Um, I thought it was funny. And I thought the gore was even pretty funny. Samuel L. Jackson was great. Yes, he was great. great. He was awesome. And uh, I enjoyed it. It was long, but, mm-hmm. you know, what you going to do? Yeah. I didn't have an intermission. <clears throat> right, well, I yeah, probably the digital did. version does not have intermission. So I probably gave myself an intermission, I imagine. I usually I like to do get when up I watch at home. Uh, Jackie Brown mind. is still incredible. Um, it, feel, it's, it's, it feels a little different than a normal Tarantino movie, I think because he is based on a novel. Like he didn't write, yeah, he didn't write story it by himself. But um, Pam Greer, and I love the little the, the the thing with Pam Greer and Robert Forster and Bridget Fonda is really hot in it. And I always forget Michael Keaton is in this. I'll, I'll I'll like not see this for a long like five years and like oh there's Michael Keaton every time. He was in oh okay yeah 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 Jackie yeah. Brown. Well he um. He played that role of Ray in shit. I know he played it in two different movies. Oh, the Jackie same, the Brown. exact same character name. Yeah, Out of Sight. Uh, yeah, with uh, what's One year his later, face? Uh, Clooney. Yeah, yeah, 
Was that another really Elmore biased. Leonard? Yeah, it's another yeah. Elmore Leonard novel. Okay. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. I haven't seen Out of Sight since it came out on video. I need to read. Yeah, I like that one too. Good old Clooney. Speaking of Clooney, Clooney. Skip. I don't know if I said this ever. Skip the mm. Bi- the Bill Murray Christmas special. What? I love Bill Murray. I saw that Clooney was in it. I was excited. What a goddamn turd. It was so was boring. Was this recent? Something recent? Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's just like a variety thing. God, it was not funny at all. Ugh. No good. Trying Bill to Murray recapture Christmas the old school variety shows. I think it was supposed to be like inspired by, maybe even poking fun a little bit at, but man, it was not funny. Ugh. Um, I watched a movie called Shaolin Temple, directed by Cheng Che. Uh, I was this was still like, God, three weeks ago, so I was still in my kung fu uh, uh, spurt there. Uh, this was a prequel to something that came out in '74 that I can't even remember the name of now. This one was a long one; it's like two, little over two hours long about these guys like that. Uh, that Shaolin Temple decides to open their doors. Um, mm-hmm. To outsiders, so these guys—that's uh, like, always a mistake. Yeah, these guys come and like they'll just wait on their steps, uh, uh, kneeling for like a week, and whoever like if they'll come out like the the monks will come out and leave rice, and whoever eats the rice, they're like get the fuck out of here. They'll, they'll like, send them away. Um, oh, I'd be a goner then. Because <laughs> why else would you be hanging out? Uh, so it's it's uh, it's it's good. I mean, you know, it's a. Uh, I'm hungry. I can either eat this rice or not, and then they'll take me inside and beat the fuck out of me. Yeah, pretty uh, much. Like, um, what's that fucking dude in Kill Bill? Oh, um, uh, Pi May. Yeah, Pi May. And this one, they, they, every day. They, they frustrate the guys because they'll just have like the one guy that gets in. They just have him uh, build fires in the kitchen for a year straight. So all he does Great. is just pull wood and stack it. <laughs> I would rather not know kung fu. <laughs> well, they're trying to defeat. They're trying. He's trying to get revenge. Like he's got this whole thing. Like to, he he needs to learn Shaolin kung fu to get revenge. And um, it's good. I mean, if you like that sort of thing. Uh, one thing that's not so good because it's not my sort of thing. I guess uh, I watched Paul Schrader's Cat People. And mm. doesn't David Bowie sing the fucking theme to that? He well yeah. There's a David Bowie song, the uh, pouring gasoline on fire. Like Tarantino yeah. used it in the yeah yeah. Um, Glorious bastard. bastards. Natasha Kinski's hot in it. Malcolm McDowell, you get to see his butt in it. Uh, I don't know. I thought this was just boring. I, I saw that when it came out, and there was like this buzz about it that it was the sexy movie and everything and then we went to watch it and it was like well wait a minute that wasn't sexy I mean she's sexy but I yeah know. but yeah. I don't know it's I, a remake it was like a a uh, classic yeah yeah I haven't something. seen that either I will never watch this again though I was bored eh. I watched Electric Dreams uh, a lesser known kind of 80s comedy about the, the guy from um the guy from uh, Harold and Maude, <laughs> Bud yes. Port, plays the yeah. computer voice. Um, Virginia Madsen's in it. She plays the no. host. She's very young. I like her. Uh, this is about a computer that beca- becomes artificially intelligent. This guy's home computer. 
So it's kind of neat seeing the old computer equipment and shit, and it learns to play music by listening to Virginia Madsen playing her cello upstairs. And um, I'm artificially intelligent. <laughs> I'm just artificial. Yes, I am. It's I, it's it, I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, it was a neat little movie. The 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 it gets a little too musical at times. <laughs> There's some like musical montages that are kind of corny, but yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I, I watched. That. A couple uh, movies about suicide on Netflix. Great. Um, one called "Before I Disappear." This was one like it, it's like they they you when you go on and they just like r- movies recommended from you for you. And, oh yeah. Uh, this was "Before I Disappear." It was okay. Um, this guy has like uh, he's try he the movie opens with him trying to commit suicide and he gets a call like right at the last second from his sister who he hasn't talked to in forever and she needs him to go and. Uh, pick up her daughter at school because she's uh, you'll learn what happened to her once you see the movie she can't get there and she's freaking out that the little girl is not going to be by herself so it's kind of like um, I don't want my daughter to be by herself send my suicidal brother well she doesn't know well she hadn't talked to her brother in years I know so Eh. she doesn't know he's suicidal but he's a he's he's just a wreck and like this this little girl's kind of obnoxious but they kind of form a little relationship there, and it's it's oh. an alright little movie. And Ron Ron Perlman's in it, playing a shady. Oh, club we can't owner. beat that then. I'm yeah. in. I'm not watching I that. Watched, I watched another one called. <laughs> That's the last thing. Uh, let's see. Um, hmm. I think I'll start watching some movies about suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it was well. These actually, I'm just mentioning them together. I actually watched these yeah. about a week and a half apart. So <laughs> they were just like, and it, I think this one was because I watched the other one. Um, and I watched it also because it has, um, oh, what's her name? E- Aubrey Plaza in it, who I think is yeah. cute. Um, yeah. It's About Alex is what it's called. And this was like a, a, a modern hipster version of, I am just lost the name of it. What's the, what's the movie where the friend commits suicide and all the friends come and stay at the house? Big Chill. Big Chill. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a updated Big Chill. That's really what it is. Except the guy that they're there, Alex, is he uh, he hasn't he he has only attempted suicide, and so they all come as like su- to support him. They were all friends in college. Uh, it's 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 all right. It's I mean it was another a- reason not to kill yourself. All your old friends will show up. <laughs> it was inoffensive, <laughs> touching a couple times, and it's all right. I liked it all right. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, oh, no, I wouldn't answer the door anyway, so it doesn't matter. I watched Electric Boogaloo, the wild, untold story of Canon Films. Oh, jeez. Uh, if you like, uh, if you like um, Not Quite Hollywood and those kind of movies, you'll like this too. Uh, this ah. one focuses less on the movies like those do and more on the, uh, the two guys, uh, the Gol- Golan and Globus. Um, mm-hmm. Uh Pretty fun. I liked it. I wrote down a few movies I want to watch again, and they shit all over Dolph's, Dolph Lundgren's Masters of the Universe, so, which was pretty funny. I wonder why. Oh, yeah, what a turd. I watched Factotum. <laughs> this is on, and and uh, this was this, I think this was on Hulu. Uh, yeah, Matt, I like them. Matt Dillon and uh, Lily Taylor and Marissa Tomei a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, good movie. Uh, Matt Dillon is great. Do you yeah. like when he choked the guy at the racetrack? <laughs> he just beat the <laughs> fuck out of him. 
<laughs> smushed him down into the floor and then just sat That's down ours. while the guy was on the ground. Um, He's a real man. He was a real man. That's what yeah. a real man would do. So this is this is based on a Charles Bukowski novel. I don't think I read whatever novel this is. If it, I don't know if it is called Factotum. There's, the no- novel. Well, there, there's... It's a mixture because there's stuff in that that you'll like. There's scenes and things in that that were also in like Barfly and yeah. and well, other I, things. It's a, only, it's it's different ones. Together. I've read Bukowski like I have. I own a few of his poetry collections. The only novel of his I read was Ham on Rye. Ham on Rye is that what that one's called? Anyway, that one, whatever. If that's the name of it. Anyway, he that's it, 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 that one focuses on his early life up until he was like a teenager, though. So I, I never want to work in a post office. Ugh, no. Any it's any of his jobs just sound goddamn miserable. <laughs> Some of the shit that he would talk about in there, like they'd make him, they'd have like a test that they would have all this mail and they would have to sort it all exactly. And if you made one mistake, they would. Like they'd fire you and you'd lose your job and everything, and Ugh. the job paid really good money. But he said it was so that they put you under so much stress, and like that. That's why he. I mean, you could see why people would go quote postal. Uh, unquote uh, postal because <laughs> they they ran it like it was like a fucking uh, the SS in fucking Germany or something. Shop or something. Yeah. Um. High high recommend there if you uh, if you like. Bukowski type stuff if you like Barfly and all that uh, one that I didn't know anything about that I just remember people talking about a little Turbo Kid um, yeah. and f- uh, full disclosure I stole this and then immediately bought it right afterwards <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, li- I, I thought this was awesome it's really like gory and stupid but it's got a good heart in it, and like uh, Michael Ironside is awesome in it and it's about this kid who is a big fan of comic books. Um, it's post-apocalyptic, and he lives in like this bunker underground. And he t- collects junk, and he goes and trades it for water and for comic books, basically. And his favorite comic book character is... I don't remember. But it, apparently this character is based on a real-life like science fiction-based hero. And he finds like the gauntlet. He finds this hero like in a wreck, and takes his glove, so it becomes Turbo Kid. He like takes the same. He takes his uniform and everything. And this thing like shoots lasers and makes guys' heads explode. It's hyper gory. Nice. Um, I like the girl in it that plays his like sidekick or whoever named Apple. I don't know. It's 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 a weird little movie. It feels very <laughs> it feels very Canadian. I don't know if it is. Um, Ew. Yeah, well, we can't all be perfect. Freaks. Um, <laughs> I I liked this a lot. I thought it was pretty fun. Like I said, Ironside fucking wears a big like gold eye patch, like a like a <laughs> gold embossed eye patch, and just eats it up. And ah, it's good. It's good. It's a fun movie. You might hate it. It's it's it might be along the lines of a hobo with a shotgun. It's that kind of silly. So. I don't know if it could be that fucking horrible. <laughs> Uh, one I thought I had seen and I actually hadn't. I watched Tremors. Oh, yeah. With Bacon and Ward and Michael Gross, and that's eh, pretty fun. I liked it. Yeah. I don't know. They had about 12 uh, 
sequels to that. They just released the fifth one this year. Or yeah. 2015, yeah. Uh, I rewatched Inception. Um, still think it's awesome. I don't even know why I went back to this. I don't know if I... I don't know what it was that made me watch this again. I just felt like seeing it. Uh, and I watched A Scanner Darkly, which I thought I had seen, but I actually hadn't. I kind of lost interest in this by the end. I don't know if I just wasn't in the mood to see it. It was kind of a it was kind of a neat thing. It's based on a Philip K. Dick novel. It's ba- directed by Richard Linklater. This is uh, the rotoscoped. Um, this is the second one Linklater did. He did uh, Waking Life, which I remember seeing right when that came out on video, and I fell asleep in it and never got back to it. Um, this is the same kind of thing where they it looks like it's filmed, but they do the animation over the film. Um, Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves. It's, uh, do you like Dick? What? Love do you it. like Dick? Nom. Yeah. What? Nom. Um, what? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I- interesting. Like concept for a movie, but like I said, it, I, I kind of lost it a little bit by the end. I think I was just kind of in a not mood to see it at that point. But. Gleep. And that's all I said. I'm saving some for next time because uh, now I've slowed down. I've been reading comics like crazy uh, this week. A lot of old stuff, a lot of ridiculous Silver Age Superman stuff, and some some Marvel books, some Fantastic Four and X Men. That makes Zom happy. Uh, yeah. Some New Fifty Two. I've been reading so some action comics from New Fifty Two and Wonder Woman. I've heard the Wonder Woman series is really good. Have you read any of it? The new mm. one? No. I've only read a couple of a few, uh, just a couple of. New Fifty Two stuff, and I mean, you know, I'm not a DC person, uh-huh. so you know, whenever other people were like, it just, you know, I just fell right into it. I mean, I, the stuff I read was seemed pretty good, but mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure you know we all have our our things. Yeah, well, see, Marvel was I my thing to... when I was young, but I didn't read a ton. I read, I would buy Marvel sometimes because I was like that stupid teenager that thought my comics might be valuable someday. Mm. And uh, you but didn't I wanna, mainly, you didn't want to touch them. Yeah, Bend I would them. put them in bags, and yeah, it was dumb. Um, uh, but I mainly read Spider Man. That was like the the because I I didn't read comics a ton up until maybe I don't know when m- the McFarlane run of Spider-Man started. That kind of got me started on Spider-Man. So yeah, I remember I would, that. Yeah. I would do that I did Spider-Man, I did Amazing Spider-Man, some spectacular. Um Yeah, back when they had six Spider-Man books. Oh my god. And they would cross over sometimes and Yeah, you, if, you if Marvel has everything. something that's successful, they will uh they will over expose and just <laughs> fucking th- th- at one time they had like about 12 x-men or x-men affiliated books yeah x-men it's x-force like ecstatics ecstatics yeah. i remember being pretty crazy I, I read a little bit of that back in the day i liked the guy that did was it mike allred is that who did the <laughs> I, don't know, I don't even remember ecstatics it's x s t a t i x Fuck man, I don't it was know. a really weird one. <laughs> I've looked that up. I think it. I think it was a spinoff of X Force. Yeah, Mike Allred did it. X Force One Sixteen is where they first appear. <laughs> okay, there we go. I see the mutants. Yeah. Who's in this? Okay, but it had a very like like retro style to it, like the artwork I mean, and stuff. 
there's like no okay let's see uh the agents of ecstatics an anarchist bloke coach dead girl dupe spike freeman el guapo henrietta hunter mysterious fanboy lacuna orphan i mean there's like uh, fuck I, I mean i think i've maybe heard of like one or two of those people because they're yeah, in there's one named fat p-h-a-t an openly gay mutant. Oh yeah, right there. Uh, with the ability to expand the fat deposits in his body, making his body larger and fatter. <laughs> I can do that. Uh, Venus D. Milo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Did you Don't get that out of the uh, that? out of the uh, the uh, nickel bo- uh, box or uh, penny box? I don't even remember that. Uh, it, it was right, and it was in the early two thousands. It was only around for a couple years. Sheesh. But it was pretty entertaining. You should you should check it out. I think there's a few trades or maybe I, I don't know if them. I want to be that entertained. Uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll find maybe I'll <laughs> dig up my old <laughs> trades for you to for you to read. <laughs> um but it was neat. It, uh, well, yeah, you know, hey, if it worked for you, that's good. Why don't we take a break and do some movie talk if we have much to say? A two-year run, September 2002 to October 2004. Yeah. And they got the hatchet. What are we going to do first? How about we do... What are we going to do first? Let's do Saving Christmas first. Okie dokie. We'll take a break. We'll be right back with evil millionaire Hulk Hogan. We'll be right back. It's the Daily Grindhouse Podcast. I got your boy hanging. You no business bond, insecure junkyard mother. Starring Dr. Freaks. Am I the only one who is concerned about the naked woman tied to a bed? Johnny A-Bomb. I put out the trash. Joe Cosby. Softcore picture? You just said softcore picture. And Warhawk Tanzania. As Warhawk Tanzania. You do not come to my turf talking about busting ass. When it comes to cinema, <laughs> we talk the cream of the crop while scraping the bottom of the barrel. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Facebook, and of course on DailyGrindhouse.com. The Daily Grindhouse Podcast. Because you deserve it. <laughs> Santa with muscles. Zom, would you care to synopsize? Do you have it up? An evil millionaire gets amnesia and then believes he is Santa Claus. 
So it has been, what episode is this? 180, 90 something. It's mm. been a, since episode one that we have done a Hulk Hogan movie. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. Um, Santa with Muscles. I don't know if this had a theatrical release or if this was made for TV. Um, this one, well, it stars Hulk Hogan as Blake. It stars Don Stark, who stinks as Lenny. <laughs> um, it's got Mila Kunis in it. She's about she's about twelve. Yeah. Uh, we got Clint Howard. Yeah. As Hinkley, the 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 sheriff. He's like um uh he he ends up being like the Buford T. Justice of the movie. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. But not nearly as funny. Not funny. I won't say nearly as funny. Not funny. Um, it's got Ed Begley Jr., also very not funny. What was what were they thinking? I don't know. It's got um that little red headed kid who's annoying in everything he's ever been in. Adam Wiley. Ugh. Um so Can we just skip to the next one? Um, Let's <laughs> <laughs> just end the show. How about that? We'll see you next week, folks. Where's the Midnight Express music when you need it? <laughs> oh, that's it for the show. Um, so this is this is around Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise era. Um, when he was like, he he was skinny, and like his mustache was like normal shaped and not the Hulk Hogan mustache shape, and Hulk he had Hulk. a fucking amazing looking wig in this. <laughs> the dude has been bald since 1968, yeah, and, he's and his got hairline this... starts at the back of his neck. <laughs> he's got this crazy, this crazy blonde wig through the whole thing. God, even the title card sucks in this movie. Ugh. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like I vomit in the back of my throat. <laughs> So I'm this not is saying not that was like the a, first time I I've, this might be even be the third time I've seen this movie. Ugh. So Hulk Hogan acts like so he's this like rich snooty guy, and he's got this thing that he does where he well cause I think he get made his fortune on like on like uh, health food products like protein powder and nah. and stuff like that and to stay in shape. Every morning, apparently, he has all the help at his house attack him. Like yeah, it's kind uh, of stole that from the Pink Panther. Yeah, and uh, so like his and his butler, I mean his driver, like does kung fu and and I don't know. He just beats him up every morning. He's like this big asshole kid, basically. Yeah. Um. He d- he does no sell like a champ, so he still stays true to his form. <laughs> <laughs> Good he point. Least, he does flinch a little bit when he gets punched in the face, but but yeah. That's just a reflex. <laughs> um it, but he is. He's like a big like jerk kid that like he's not only that way with the guys that help him at his house, he kind of does it in public too. So they're going out to like play paintball or something and they're getting I don't know why they get chased by the cops. Uh, um 
<laughs> I mean, so like they drive by like in a on like in the middle of nowhere in the dirt, and they get like tried to get like why? Who cares if you're speeding when you're not even on a fucking road? But anyway, the cops chase them, and they have to run away, and they go to a mall, and that's kind of how it starts. And he ends up at the mall, and that's where he gets amnesia in a very not funny moment. I think he falls down in laundry chute or something. I don't remember. Uh, so we get introduced to Ed Begley's character also. Another asshole uh, predatory capitalist. Um, and for some reason, Ed Begley plays... What is his character's name? Something Frost. He's... Ebner Frost. Ebner Frost. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrooge. And he's very, yeah, he's the Scrooge of the movie. Because after oh. Hulk Hogan gets amnesia, so mm -hmm. Don Stark is like the mall elf, and he's trying to steal Hulk Hogan's wallet, and so he convinces him he's Santa Claus. I think Hulk Hogan was dressed as Santa Claus to get rid of the, rid of the cops. Is that it? Anyway. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> So Hulk Hogan literally thinks he's Santa Claus for a little while. Now, yep. like I said, flip to Ed Begley Jr. Yay! Now, Ed Begley Jr. is one of these guys, like, uh, usually how it, how it goes. You like them a lot, how they act, and then you find out about their, like, personality and you hate them. <laughs> he yeah. has always been completely the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, he seems yeah. like such a nice guy. Like he's, he's all a big like tree hugger. Yeah, he's very environmentally <laughs> conscious. He's a nice lib, and but goddamn, like when especially when he does something like this, like we what is that movie we what is that movie? Oh, the cockfighter movie. Like when he does something like back in the seventies, yeah. it's all right. But like when he tries that to that was like when he's really young, funny or, uh, and like I don't know, his like he got this like lisp thing that's kind of annoying and. Ugh, he stinks, but <laughs> he plays this like germ obsessed guy who's trying to buy up all the land in this little town. I don't know why two like uber rich guys that were both orphans when they were young live in the same town together, not like you know in the Hollywood Hills or some shit. Oh, and um, the <laughs> the the and he's trying to buy up land, and you find out later why, and it's a stupid reason. But I, I, I did take a note here. I actually made it to 14 minutes and 32 seconds without checking how much time was left in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you made it further than I did. <laughs> and then 20 minutes and 33 seconds was the second time I checked. <laughs> uh, but there was a, I did send a text message and check Facebook in, in that six-minute span. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, for some reason, I wrote camo hanky code. <laughs> oh, that meant, yeah. We have to look that up. a camo hanky hanging out of their pocket, and I was wondering yeah. if that meant anything. Well, I'll look it up while you talk. Um, uh, I wrote Don Stark stinks. Uh, <laughs> although, Don Stark looked like at one point he picked up Hulk Hogan on one shoulder and carried him around. I don't know if that was a stunt double or not. But if that's the case, that's pretty impressive. Hulk Hogan's probably like 300 pounds. And he just hoisted him right up. Oh, I took another note. I took a first break where I actually paused the movie at 25 minutes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And so I don't know how. I don't even remember how they ended up at an orphanage. 
how the fuck did that even happen? Anyway, they end up at an orphanage, and there's like, and and Frost has these. I this is an awful review. This is such a, a green ca- a, a green camouflage hanky can mean you'll do anything for our men in uniform. <laughs> yeah, anything. I wonder who was for troops. It. it must have been Hulk huh? Hogan. Who Hulk else would have been wearing, wearing the the? I don't know. Um. Hogan seems overly happy when a little girl kisses him on the cheek. Uh, he has his a red, a red hanky uh, means that's, fisting. That's fisting, yeah. yeah. What's the mar- look up maroon hanky? That means something even more fucked up. Uh, um, maroon hanky means that you have reviewed Santa with muscles. Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> And there's a really unfunny thing with, uh, like, they don't have clothes, and, like, Don Stark has to wear this animal costume with a squeaky tail. Like, why do they stay there? I don't understand. And he wears the hood of the animal costume. Like, why the f- <laughs> I actually wrote it. Why the fuck are they staying at the orphanage? <laughs> why can't he just, like, sleep in his boxers and a T-shirt? Because, um, remember, Hogan wears a thong when he's sleeping remember in the first movie that we <laughs> yeah. reviewed where he's doing the push-ups yes. and you thought it was his butt cheeks Ooh, in the but bed's his, jumping around yeah yeah he does but push-ups like a fucking moron i forgot the <laughs> i forgot the uh, the uh the i forgot the, the pajamas they gave him they gave him actual pajamas but all they had left for don stark was the animal costume how the hell would you have a fucking pair of pajamas that would fit somebody that big how would you have uh, an animal costume that fits somebody as big as Don Stark in an orphanage. Why would you make a movie that's this shitty? <laughs> uh, um, this guy yeah. Hulk Hogan, see, he's got a lot of popularity coming over from wrestling. You know, we can trans, we can, we can translate that into millions, dude. Brother, brother, uh, everybody likes me. Yeah, I can't. Was Hogan in WWF still at this point, or was he in WCW by the? Oh, this is '96. This is way WCW. This is almost. Yeah. This is almost bad Hogan, Hollywood Hogan era. This probably turned him bad. <laughs> no, this is. I'm sorry. This is bad Hogan. <laughs> well, have, has there? Well, outside of No Holds Barred, which is still questionable, good or bad, has there ever been a good Hogan? <laughs> yeah. Hogan's pretty good in Japan with the axe Against bomber. Against Abdullah. Yeah, yeah. Actually, those matches, that was... Um, uh, there was some good stuff. So maybe we can blame Vince for Hulk Hogan. Oh, 100%. And Hogan's genetics. His ego. Yeah. What a lion sack of shit. Um, Look, where, Nick. What was I Your saying? friend that had half of his head... Had to have his brain removed because you were an idiot. He probably did something against God. <laughs> they have him on tape saying that. That's yeah. so fucking. St- what a shithead. You know he he probably did some things and then God's punishing him. Ugh. What a fucking asshole. Um, dude. So H- Hogan becomes like superhero Santa. He's trying to save the orphanage. Um, I love that the kids are allowed to play in the church catacombs. It's like their clubhouse. And I love that a church in California has That's fucking catacombs, catacombs underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, brother, don't overthink it, dude. So Matt Zaka pointed out that I totally missed the 
when I watched this that uh, the God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit made, makes the sun shine in the chapel when this little girl sings. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and by the way, this is the same chapel that uh, Brutus the Samurai Beefcake gets his face broken in, and a woman in a pleather dress is electrocuted. <laughs> That's uh, God protecting the kids. I took brother. a second break at 48 minutes. Um, I'm hardly paying attention. That was another note. <laughs> <laughs> I realized so, that my player could speed up everything. My, I didn't. I watched it on iTunes. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't make it faster. Oh, um, it was, I, I couldn't make it fast it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Does this thing not have by fifty? <laughs> you can't hear it when you go faster than a certain amount. So yeah, you need, well, I you need to hear I what they're saying. Ears. Um, <laughs> care what they were saying. <laughs> so, yeah, Brutus the Barber Beefcake is a character. So there's three like henchmen scientists that are fucking terrible, and they bring in a fourth one played by Brutus the Barber Beefcake, and he's this really like racist samurai character. And it's like, why, why did, why can't he just be like a big thug? Why does he have yeah. to be Asian? <laughs> it's so dumb. They should have put like big thick glasses on him and buck teeth, and he could have went home <laughs> and done karate. Yeah, yeah, that and one he, dude it, could do karate. It's Good. such a letdown too. Like he he has nothing. He like gets his ass kicked like immediately, and that's it. Yeah, but hey he, brother, it's... hey brute eye, why don't you come in and let me hit you in the face with a per- church pew? Okay, Hulk, it'll be good, Hulkster. <laughs> oh, ninety six. He needed that's money fun. actually. Brutus needed money in ninety six. I'm sure. Oh yeah, he was playing Zodiac f- for the for the <laughs> WCW by this point. That's after he had his face crushed in that paragliding accident. Uh, yeah, that was, was in, that was back in the eighties, I think. Yeah, but he couldn't he couldn't hardly wrestle or do anything because if he would, it could fuck him up, uh, kill him or whatever. I, I took another cares. break at an hour and sixteen minutes. Oh, um, I said this movie will never end. Yeah, they made it nice and long. Oh, there was a one of the henchmen was wearing like a suit, and his specialty was like to put out stink gas. And but they turned the stink gas so it went inside his hazmat suit instead. And I thought it would have been a lot funnier if instead of uh, so the stink gas like blows up his suit like a balloon. I thought it would have been a lot funnier if the stink gas made him like vomit all inside the helmets. Yeah, like that, <laughs> that would much better. On, uh, yeah. Um. So Hulk Hogan does do a Karate Kid crane kick. Um, my my note is I said I'm torn on this. On the one hand, I'll never see Hulk Hogan do a crane kick anywhere else on Earth. But on the other hand, it almost made me turn the movie. Off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I said I laugh out loud for real the first time. At an hour and 30, when Clint Howard rolls up in the destroyed police car like Buford T. Justice and the windshield wipers. <laughs> I forgot about that. So he, <laughs> Clint Howard, like I said, he's the Buford T. Justice. He keeps getting his car fucked up. He gets hit with a rocket launcher. I, I warned you about that. But he rolls up, and his car is completely destroyed, and he's still driving it around. And there's no windshield, but the windshield wipers are just like, wagging in the air <laughs> over nothing that actually made me laugh that was the only thing in the movie that made me laugh <laughs> yeah uh Dom, what did you think of santa with muscles <laughs> um this is the second time i've seen this ah! the second time i've reviewed it 
Oh yeah, and, uh, I forgot you reviewed. The, you watched it while you reviewed it on what on. Yeah, I've watched it in like uh you know super speed, <laughs> that time too. Was that and on? And this the, time well, I started. What, what was that on? Was um, that on Mikey's show? Yeah, I think it was uh, action attraction. Okay. That the old show. Um, but the thing is here, it's been so long since I've watched a movie this shitty that I forgot that I could speed it up and still hear the dialogue. And uh, when I did, I almost came because I was like, Oh God, I'll at least be able to say I watched the whole thing. Yeah. And you know, I didn't turn it off and have, and when we're reviewing it say, well, you know, I didn't even watch it. So I did watch it. Congratulations. It got a little fast. Uh, but once it's like when you're talking to someone who has like a really thick, um, foreign accent and you can't understand them at first, but once you adapt, you can yep, pick yep, it up yep, yep. and it still sucked, but it was way better. Uh, it had only well, lasted like 45 minutes instead of an hour. It was 40. better for me. Um, it's stupid. He's yeah. horrible. His fucking hairpiece. Remember when he had that TV show or no, he did a, a TV movie, I think. Well, no, he did Thunder in Paradise that had a TV movie and uh, episodes. Well, this was with Carl Weathers. Maybe it was the the movie that spun off Thunder in Paradise. Well, yeah, they did it. Like the 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 pilot for it was a was a movie. Right. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Oh my God! Um, Jim Neidhart was in nine episodes of Thunder in Paradise. It's just he—he's stupid. He's just a fucking no talent fucking douche. Wait a minute. Wait a what? I don't Are you gonna see. argue that? <laughs> Wait a minute. Now Wait a minute. Just... Wait, I don't see. Jim Neidhart was also in the TV movie. Well, I don't well, see Carl. We- what was Carl Weathers in with him? It was a movie. I th- I'm telling you, it was a movie. Oh my god! Um, I've got to find this. He was like the guy it that was directed, like, or the guy that wrote Thunder in Paradise, is named Michael Burke, B E R K. That name's song annoying. Song on Devil's Island. Yeah, that was a, that was a movie. He was like a Navy SEAL. Oh my God, he had like long brown hair. Oh, I, I haven't seen that. And Shannon, is that Shannon Tweed? Assault Shannon on Tweed. Devil's Island. Yeah, Assault on Devil's that. Island. We need to save that for the show. Yeah, Shannon Tweed and Martin Cove. Oh, we definitely need to save this for the show then. Oh, yeah, look at his be- hair. Fuck. Yeah. That's his first thing where he was, they were trying to make him a star and they actually No, no, no. This a- is this Assault of Devil's Island is after Santa with Muscles. Mm. Oh my god, oh, how many movies has he been in? Twista, Wait. the guy that played Twistas in this Trevor Godard that died. Billy Blanks, Billy Drago. Holy fuck. See, you picked the wrong fucking man. Well, I no, you picked both these fucking I picked terms. both of these. Three Ninjas, high, high Noon at Mega Mountain. Suburban Commando, I have seen. Oh, my God, he's got 135. Cra- oh, most of it's wrestling pay-per-views. See, uh, I told you we could count, count on them. Shadow Warriors, now and forever, dude. Brother. Brother. Dude, brother. This movie sucks. It's uh, it's beyond my... Uh, that, now, okay, now, there was a dude in this. A dude, dude. Um, that just out of nowhere could do really good karate. He was like a henchman. All Remember of the henchmen d- were good. Oh, my God, he was in another movie called The Ultimate Weapon. Who, Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Rrr. I've never heard of any of <laughs> I've never heard of it. Oh, uh, there's Ed Leslie. 
Ed Leslie plays somebody named Big Boy in uh, Brutus Beefcake plays somebody named Big Boy in The Ultimate Weapon. Also known as Hulk Hogan's Fluffer. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> She's in this? Muppets in Space, he was in. That's not the Jennifer Lawrence, that's for sure. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was in Hotel Erotica. <laughs> he was in Little Hercules in 3D with Elliot Gould and John Hurd and Judd Nelson and and the big show <laughs> playing Marduk. Hulk Hogan played Zeus and his son Nick played somebody named XX. Hulk Hogan played Zeus? Yeah. I have some research to do. Without anyway. a mustache and with his head shaved, Carl Weathers looks like Cuba Gooding Jr. from <laughs> the future. Like old man Cuba Gooding Jr. Which isn't saying much because I hate Cuba Gooding Jr. I'd want to shit in his face. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's for spoiler later. alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Dig it. This movie sucked. It was horrible. Yeah. Don't watch it. It's not even worth watching as no. a fucking... Uh, is a joke because it's there. What now? We reviewed something recently. Oh, um, Savage Streets that was so bad it was good. This is this so is bad it's bad. Of so bad that I want. I mean, I was pissed that I was watching it. <laughs> and then, and then you watched Saving Christmas. Now wait a minute. Let's see what this John Murlowski. What else he directed? Because he directed Santa with mus- muscles. He directed a Golden Christmas, Freeway Killer. He's had to, he's directed some Amityville, A New Generation. Hulk Richie Hogan's Rich's something Christmas called the Dish. Secret Agent Club. They got him on a lot of Christmas stuff. Christmas Mail, Christmas, a Golden oh, he Christmas. Di- he directed the Secret Agent Club, another oh. action family comedy starring Hulk Hogan. He directed Cop Dog. I think is isn't that one of Emily's favorites? Were uh, the cops a dog? Barry Bostwick is in the. Uh, I don't know if she likes that one or not. She she uh, usually likes cop dog movies. I I would assume Richard Mole is in Secret Agent Club too. Cop dog. <laughs> 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 uh, James Hong. There's James Hong in it. Nice. What do you rate this? Uh, uh, one. Yeah, me too. One. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Uh, let's yeah, take a break. Could, what? Rate it a zero if I could. Yeah, we're going one to ten. Okay, it's hunk of um, shit. All right, or we'll take a break and come back, and we will save Christmas and this show, doubtful, with saving Christmas review or something. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Evans. You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood. Like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Allie McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a boffo friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine, which I would know a lot about. Visit Show Show at showshow.podomatic.com or search Show Show, all one word, in the iTunes store.
2014. Um, you still there with me? Yeah. Dr. Zahn? I is. All right. Uh, Kirk is enjoying the annual Christmas party extravaganza thrown by his sister until he realizes he needs to help out Christian, his brother-in-law, who has a bad case of the bah humbugs. Kirk's fresh look at Christmas provides Christian the chance to see Christ is where he has always been, at the center of our Christmas celebrations and traditions. <laughs> what perfect way to, uh, for, for Silva and Gold to celebrate the holiday than with Kirk Cameron and a Christian propaganda film. Zom, what did you Ooh. think of Saving Christmas? Okay, people. <laughs> speak on this. Fuck that motherfucker! <laughs> um, that was sort of going to be an Iron Sheik thing, but it just came out like shrieking. <laughs> He's a motherfucker. Motherfucker. I, I, by the time I got done watching that, no, I wouldn't even say by the time I got done watching it. Um, by the time you get to the hip hop dance sequence, I I I wanted to punch Kirk Cameron in his cultish, psychotic, smug, pretentious face so bad, and then I would like I w- I wanted to fucking beat I, I wanted to fucking knock every one of his fucking teeth out with a fucking crowbar <laughs> hit him in the face with it just just fucking and just watch him fall out like chiclets in a cartoon then <laughs> when he was laying there with blood fucking coming out of his mouth i want to get on his back put him in the camel clutch and just fucking put my head back and scream as i fucking pulled his chin and neck back to almost his ankles <laughs> This motherfucker. You is make him. So ha- you make him humble. Fuck him in the ass. I, he, <laughs> that really would have made him humble. Um, honest to God, this movie pissed me off so bad that I wanted to fucking. I, I, I wanted to fuck. I, I hate this motherfucker. He is such a piece of shit and such a douchebag, cult fucking member. That it is sickening. He is like fucking this motherfucker. If you wouldn't have, if if you would take out the the word Christianity and put in anything else, you would. Comp- he would. He's like fucking one of these people. Okay, when Jim Jones went to Guyana and started that cult, well, he had already started it up here, the People's Temple, the, mm-hmm. the, the turn. It, they, they, you know, now it's commonly referred. It was a cult, so yeah, cult. Um, and um. He was treating those people down there like shit and doing all this weird stuff, and he was all hopped up on fucking drugs and everything. And then when the senators or whatever, the, the congressmen came down to, to check everything out, see what was going on, and they had these guys on these tractors come out with AK-47s when they went to the airport and kill them all because they didn't want them to get back to the U.S. Uh, and tell what was going on because then they would come down and, and ruin their paradise. Kirk Cameron's eyes in this movie and the way he smiled reminded me of like one of those guys that was on the back of the fucking uh 
those tractors with the fucking AK-47s killing people. And I'm sure when they walked up to the guys as they were laying there on the ground to give them the coup de gras, they had that crazy fucking look and that that fake it's it's the same smile that you see like on Tom Cruise in those Scientology fucking videos where he's like yeah. you know when when we see somebody you know when we see a wreck on the highway we're we know we're the only ones that can help and it's like what the fuck is wrong with you you fucking this movie should be sold as like a cult uh recognition and it's so it's so he looks like he's crazy i mean it's the fucking it's just a it's unbelievable and then they had okay now i think wasn't the guy the guy that plays his friend that that hates christmas okay, is also yeah, the writer I his name, i don't remember his name his name is let's see it's darren doan and he darren is the doan. writer so i i had hope and that's actually his sister, by the way. His sister is not a not a Who's cute his little lady. His uh, oh, the ugly one. Yeah, yeah. Bridget Cameron is. It's uh, she is Christian's wife. Yeah, I don't know if that's. Pro- I, I guess well, not. I guess they're not. Really. She's, she's she looks like a you know just an average yeah um, housewife slub. The the so I I had hope for him at first because uh, for who for Christian because I thought. And I was very like Christmas this year, and I was like, "Hey, that maybe this maybe we're gonna see eye to eye. Maybe this guy, maybe like, he's sitting there, <laughs> and he looks miserable at Christmas. Like he's just like down on everybody, having fun and everything. I was like, maybe this guy sees it. Like he's miserable at this obnoxious Christmas party. He's annoyed at the uh, the where you're forced to get together with people that you don't like. And yeah, and miserable. and I was like, maybe." Uh, I mean, I I know what the what it's gonna be, but maybe he'll be my hero of the movie. And no, he goes completely opposite of the <laughs> where I was wanting and him to go. He is such a douche. They they try and like make now. This is like something like the comedy in this is like something from a I don't know like an eighties sappy saccharine sitcom. Yeah, it's TV. It's TV movie comedy it's like abc family he's so douchey it's unbelievable and then when he's sitting there like trying to be funny while he's being the miserable uh jerk of the movie kirk cameron's just sitting there with this fucking glazed over psycho fish dead eyes and this fucking like serial killer smile on his fucking face and he's so he has an answer for everything but the funny thing is, his answers are so fucking convoluted. If you said oh. this peanut, okay, well, this this asshole uh, fucking snake oil salesman um, tells his name. God damn it! I just even uh, Ray Comfort is this Australian snake oil salesman Christian guy that Kirk Cameron fucking like worships. He must worship him, or okay, he is like the. Um, uh, David Miscavige of Scientology. He, that's what this Ray Comfort is to Kirk Cameron, who is his low-budget Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Now, Kirk Cameron's made so much fucking money off of that stupid show that he that he did <laughs> that he thing. never has to work again. But for some reason in his life, I don't know what he did that he felt 
guilty about, but he latched on to this shit, and it is fucking pathetic. <laughs> um, I saw a video one time where Ray Comfort, and it's on YouTube, where Ray Comfort and Kirk Cameron explain that they know there is a god because when you hold a banana in your hand, it's got three sides, and your hand it fits, and it fits uh, perfectly in your hand. I, so I knew a guy in a college. <laughs> I knew a guy in college who. So he was one of those people that thought the Earth was only about five thousand years old. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Who and when I asked that? him, I was like, "Well, I'm just curious. Like, if the Earth's five thousand years old, what about?" Uh, like, I mean, like, where do dinosaurs fit in with that? And he's like, oh, no, there was no such thing as dinosaurs. Uh, the fossils were put there by demons just to confuse us. Uh, yeah. He's looking, yeah. like, there's not, like, an ounce of remorse, embarrassment. Not, it was, like, a very straight-faced, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. I'm telling. I mean, how can you fucking when Kirk Cameron is okay? First of all, and there's one scene in this where they're talking about Saint Nicholas because what's his name? Uh, okay, it's not as if um, this uh, Darren Doan who plays his brother-in-law, Christian White. Of course, his name's Christian. Yeah. Um, it's not as if he is an atheist in this movie, he, but he he is a Christian. He's uber but, Christian, and he's pissed that Christmas is not Christian enough. Right. The, he he's pissed off like that they have a tree and Santa when it all should be about the baby Jesus and all that shit. Okay, which is just as fucking <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we're losing fucking people by the by the bunch. No, we're not. Anyway. Uh, who cares? I don't even garbage. care. If you're this, if you're so stupid that you fucking can watch this fucking movie and you believe the shit that he's saying in this fucking movie, then fuck you. Fucking don't listen. If fucking you can, if you've actually made it this far into the show after that god awful Santa with muscles review, then oh my god, yeah, you're a fucking zealot too. You're a fucking cult follower, <laughs> and, and we're the goddamn fucking Elron Hubbard. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> but the he his brother is it's a brother-in-law, an, yeah his brother-in-law. It's an uber Christian talking to an uber Christian, and then Kirk Cameron twists everything to get him back into fucking having the dead fish eyes and the stupid smile on his face. Yeah, and so, act- so he tells this one rambling so the. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was I was very disappointed in this because when I saw this poster, they actually showed this at the theater beside my work. Oh, and, how and could they show it in the theater? Isn't it only like fucking an hour long or forty five minutes long? It's like an hour and twenty with ten minutes of a hip hop dance routine at the end. Oh, fucking um, the I so I thought when I saw the poster, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like a comedy where he goes out and like does things out in public, like. It looked like a silly kind of slapstick thing, which I, I honestly I wasn't excited to see. But I didn't know the whole thing was going to be him sitting in the front seat of the car, right. like just refuting everything his brother-in-law said. Because I even I even it's wrote a note. Even... I said this car conversation is taking way too long. That's the whole fucking movie. It's like the, of an eighty-minute movie. Conver- the only Six- the only car conversation that was longer in a movie is Tom Hardy and fucking Locke. <laughs> 
Which and is just takes place in the car. Um, yeah, and he at least has Bluetooth. The <laughs> <laughs> this fucking thing is such a turd. It's not a fucking movie. It's just a fucking uh, indoctrination. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's it's like a, a a filibustering fucking douche. Okay, he tells a story. His brother-in-law says, "It's like, okay, man, tell me about Santa Claus. Okay, what's going on with Santa Claus? Oh, that's stupid. You know, he's got a red hat and he's got this. What's that got to do with Jesus? That doesn't have anything to do. And that's how this guy's talking. Yeah. Then, Kirk Cameron tells this story about this fucking saint, this priest. I've heard this story before. I don't think a this fucking lunatic. Oh, that beats up some guy for not, not believing beats in somebody Jesus? to death. And he looks like a psychopath, but then he goes home and he's like, I took care of everything. Let's go pass out presents to the children. And it's like, you just, and the way they even shot it, the guy looks like a serial killer. He looks like <laughs> they, even, they open the movie with it. Yeah. It's sick. It's so fucking weird. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. Okay. This proves that his faith was so great that he went and beat a guy almost to death in a bar because the guy questioned his beliefs. There was this one rambling fucking story (laughs) about the swaddling cloth that I really lost, but it's supposed to support, like, buying decorations and putting shit on trees. Swaddling cloth. Uh, There was, oh, the one amazing one. Oh, my God, what was the amazing one? The tree... Is like an oh yeah when you see cri- empty Christmas trees it's like an empty cross and you're supposed to run and tell the story that Jesus is alive every time you see an empty Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah, I mean it, that that didn't even make any sense to me. It's just I mean none of it did, but like stuff like that it was it was so bad it was like okay yeah but we have um we have cranberry salad for Christmas what's that got to do with Christmas well. When you look at cranberry salad, cranberry salad is red. And the blood of Christ, when he was speared by John Wayne in the side in the greatest story ever told, came out and it was red. And it looked like cranberry salad. So when you're eating cranberry salad, you can think of all the gore pouring out of Jesus's and bile pouring out of Jesus's intestines. The, it, uh... He would come up with, he would just, he just making this shit up. <sighs> It fucking was repulsive. This was one of the most repulsive. I hate it. Okay, it was it was as a movie. It was bad anyway, because it was stupid and it wasn't funny. When the guy when when uh, his brother in law was trying to be funny, it's really hokey and crappy. Eighties sitcom. It's worse than eighties sitcom. Yeah, it was. It was worse than eighties sitcom. I would at least laugh at that. This is just bad. It's bad acting on top of it too. And it's like the, if the 700 Club or Jim and Tammy Faye Baker had a sitcom. They, that there was the, that one, this is the, the weird part. Like the, they had that one token black friend family there. And God, that was fucking awful. And that was so like stereotypical. It's like, man, yeah, I'm down with that. Well, yeah, but then they're like, I don't know what was going on with the bald dude that kept talking to him. Like, I don't, so there was a couple things with, um, this guy who was all about, like, he seemed like a real Fox News kind of guy talking to the token black friend. And what did he say? Like, uh, th- something about Area 52 is where they keep all the mangers and there's a war. On- he, he's that, he's like the war on terror on Christmas conspiracy guy. 
Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. wondering, like, are they showing him to show that he looked ridiculous? Or are they showing him, like, in support of it? I couldn't tell. Because they so, never really follow up on it. Yeah. And, and, and it's just, oh, my God. Then those two, uh, they ought to remake this. <laughs> do a parody of this and have like the guys out in the car they're sitting in the car and Kirk Cameron's just sitting there with that stupid smile and those fucking crazy eyes and his brother-in-law's just going off and he just keeps looking over and Kirk you, you think Kirk Cameron's just waiting to speak you know and, and give his spiel and and his brother-in-law's just going off you know about oh Santa Claus doesn't have anything to do with Christmas and this doesn't have anything to do with Christmas and Kirk Cameron puts his hand on his shoulder and then just leans forward and starts sucking his <laughs> that would be great and he's like oh my god praise the lord you know finally his sister now i wondered if that was his real sister it and i'm telling sister. you she looked like his fucking mother yeah. she is so such a fucking plain ugly fucking schlub and you know okay i will say this kirk cameron is a it's just a dude is not a bad looking dude i don't know he he fucking got the looks in that family, that's fucking for sure. He's no James Vanderbeek. <laughs> I don't know. I, his his forehead just kind of reminds Vanderbeek has a huge forehead. Well, how, but she anyway. must be a lot older because, remember... She has to be. She looks like his fucking mother. Well, because remember, he has Kirk Cameron's other sister, Candace Cameron, still looks young. She's in, she's well, in full has, house. He has a lot of... He has uh, youthful... Because uh, he prays a lot. Oh, this Jesus is keeping him young. I see. I would like to just beat him to death, just like they beat Jesus. <laughs> and then stick him in the side <laughs> with a spear. No, I want to break his back. All oh, right, make him humble. What about uh, uh, what about when they uh, after his um, the, the the absolute worst <laughs> moment in the movie, perhaps when when Christian acts like a fucking psychopath, and then like he runs in and does a belly flop on the floor. And you like, hear his fat stomach sliding, like when his shirt comes up. It's like, yeah, and and Kirk's homely sister is looking at him all surprised, trying to figure out what what has overtaken him. And how about and when then, the fucking crazy fucker goes and just stares at the snow globe? Yeah, and then Kirk Cameron is like, you got this like slow mo, uh, like approvingly nodding at the door with yes. his halo of light behind him. It's amazing. <laughs> Fuck, I he swear to God, halo. it's awesome. This motherfucker is so in i mean he is so egomaniacal in this movie that it's it's scary yeah. i this this fucking kurt cameron one of these days i'm telling you he's gonna kill somebody <laughs> i literally um, i th he there's something wrong with him two things i learned from this movie um that kurt cameron not that it's hard to do but kurt cameron does a better worm than me <laughs> and that um, materialism at Christmas is okay because we are celebrating the eternal God taking on a material body. So buy everything you want at Christmas. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> they could justify anything because they just make shit. They're making yeah. it up as they go along. This this movie, if you if you were an, a, a space alien, or say you were a Bushman from fucking wherever the hell Bushmen are from. And you come out and you don't have any religion. You don't have anything. You're just like, you're a clean slate. And you watch this movie. How the fuck could you not, if you have any amount of intelligence, 
not look at this and say, they're just making this up as they go along. He's just Oh, I also didn't know that frankincense and myrrh are bur burial spices. <laughs> that one's not nearly yeah, as fun. Yeah, what about that shit about like the cave? You know, it wasn't a manger. It was a cave, and it was just all rocks and the Ugh. and all that. I mean, it's uh, – but that's the beauty of the con of <laughs> fucking religion. You just make it shit up. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who I wrote it about, but I wrote, he is a neurotic brainwashed douchebag. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, says, I, that uh, can probably see, fit anybody in this movie. Cameron was an atheist in his early years. When he was 17, during the height of his uh, career on Growing Pains, he became a born-again Christian. Now, when he was on Growing Pains at first, and he was normal, you know, the show's mm -hmm. like, when, when he became a born-again Christian, he... Like told them he couldn't have any scenes with any girls where they would like be sitting on his bed talking in his bedroom. He could. <laughs> he had one girl like uh, uh, kicked off the show because she had posed for Playboy or something. Uh -huh. Let's see. Let's see. Um, after the series was canceled, Cameron did not maintain contact with his former co-stars and did not speak to Tracy Gold for eight years. He stated. Um, that this was not due to any animosity on his part toward any of the former cast members, but an outgrowth of his desire to start a new life. So it's just like Scientology, where they, if if you're not a believer, they don't want you to be around anybody that's not a believer, yeah. because they're SPs. They are what the, what the hell's SP stand for? You're a um, shit. You're a a sub a subvers is it subversive person or suppressive person? Suppressive. You want to live in that fucking bubble of uh of where you only hear. You have people just echoing what you want to what you want to hear, and that's not. I mean, you should. There's nothing wrong with thinking. And, and <laughs> Apparently, like, there I'm, is. I'm watching, I'm watching this garbage. And I'm using, you know, my mind, and I'm like, okay, this is – you know, they don't want that. They, they, he's a simpleton. He's a fucking – he is a simpleton. And I'm telling you, there has to be something behind – it's like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is a moron. He was like – he said he had dis, he was dyslexic and all this. That. Okay, now he can grin, and he can cry on command, and he can run and take his shirt off. But he's kind of a, a dumbass. And same thing with John Travolta. So they have to cling to something. There's something, there's something that makes somebody this crazy, that wants to be spoon-fed everything, that wants to to believe in childlike. That, that nothing. Comp uh, but the thing is, I I don't know, dude. I mean, we're getting off the <laughs> the fucking. Movie. But it's it's amazing because okay, my sister got me that. Scientology documentary going yeah, clear yeah. on DVD for Christmas. And you watch that, and then you watch this, and it's the same fucking thing. And it's the same crazy... Um, Tom Cruise and Kirk Cameron are like the same fucking person. Except one doesn't have... Well, I don't know. He probably has a lot of money. I wonder what his self-worth is. I mean, not, He doesn't have Tom Cruise money, but... <laughs> Think about if Tom Cruise was Christian instead, like the wonder, like how far he'd be out there. I wonder if Kirk Cameron 
like somebody butt fucked him or he sucked some he he was doing a lot of blow and sucking a lot of fucking producers cocks or something and and he, he got caught guilty by somebody important or he got molested by his dad or some shit Ooh. like that and and then in the, if you use the way this movie works you know he'd be sitting in a car crying and he'd be like you know uh, my dad but you know butt fucked me and um and and he fucking French kissed me and it was disgusting and 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 I hated and I cried and I, I just don't understand and 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 the guy would be sitting beside of him and he'd be like well when the Roman centurion stabbed <laughs> Jesus in the side with a spear that was like you getting butt fucked you're getting penetrated so when he was butt fucking you it was, it was like the, that was the spear entering your body and the blood when he tore your your eight-year-old oh anus come on prolapsed um that was like jesus's innards coming out and the blood of of christ so you have to forgive your dad and when he was kissing you that was like jesus kissing somebody and and then his dick was like a three-sided banana and how it fit in your ass <laughs> fits perfectly that, in your hand that proves the existence of God. The, the fact that my cock fits so well in my fist proves to me there's a God. When he blew his huge nut in your mouth, it was like, you know, when they put the, the, the cracker in your mouth at the Catholic ceremony and say the body of Christ, you know, it, it, it's, it, see, it's like a Christmas tree up your ass. Let's rate this movie. With <laughs> Jesus And Jesus isn't on the Christmas tree. What do you give this movie? It's not a movie. It, I don't it know really what isn't. It is. I, this is, I mean, I, it's a, it's an indoctrination or some kind of a. I don't know what it is. It's a commercial. It's a, it's like a, it really, yeah. it it almost has zero story. Um, I mean, I can't score it lower than Santa with muscles. I like Santa with muscles better, even oh, yeah. <laughs> by default, because it's more of a movie. It's still this a one is, for me. This is interesting if you look at it from like. Like you're looking at a fucking cult, yeah. And this is cultish material, and you're looking at it that way. Then it's interesting. Mm -hmm. I have a lot more to talk about with this movie and going on a rant than I do Santa with fucking muscles. <laughs> but this is this is just this is scary shit. This is weird. <laughs> I would give it? it. I mean, should we just say no rating? Can we instead of a one? Can we say? Can we? Can this be the first movie we ever say we refuse to rate it? I would go with that. All right, we're going. There's we're doing something wrong with this. No rating. <laughs> this is the first and probably last. <laughs> no rating God, ever. It's, it's like watching an infomercial. Is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Timeline sounds watching, of the seventies, like, starring Kirk Cameron and his yeah. Bible thumping. It's like it's like if you were sitting at home and you fell asleep, and when you woke up, and and you know, like especially back in like I think the early 90s when there was a lot of infomercials people would just pay to to have their commercial on tv and they would have a commercial that was like a half an hour long of the, ron like Pope crazy. Eagle, some <laughs> shit like that that's what this is yeah it's not a fucking movie it's a commercial yeah um this is uh i only recommend for anybody just with this weird interest in seeing this weirdness weird <laughs> Uh, let's take a break, and we got we actually going to take another break and do a little feed sack, some Christmas outdated Christmas feed sack. Uh, Something we'll be right wrong back with that. that. Can you imagine? Him? Oh, go ahead. Well, let's. 
Hello, this is Kenny B. This is Tom KW. And we are two of the hosts from the Podcast on Fire Network. You want Asian cinema in a podcast? Well, we got the solution for you. Because at the Podcast on Fire Network, there's seven plus shows for you to choose from. You want Hong Kong action cinema and audio commentaries? We got that. You want dirty Hong Kong cinema? We got that. You want the eternal question, what's Korean cinema answer? We'll answer that. The flagship show Podcast on Fire covers classic Hong Kong cinema. Everything from Bruce Lee to Jackie Chan, John Woo and Jet Li. Featuring in-depth discussions with an aura of fun. This is your primary stop in the podcast world for classic Hong Kong cinema. So join me, Kenny B and Tom KW and a cast of thousands at podcastonfire.com also available on itunes on stitcher radio and come chat with us on the podcast on fire network facebook group and on twitter at podcast on fire podcast on fire network it's asian cinema in a podcast Time for a little feed sack. Christmas feed sack. Christmas is like a month ago. Um, all right, we got emails. Got a long one to start. Zom, you there? You with me? Yeah. All right. I'm here. Rolf sent us some Xmas feed sack. Let me get the music paused. Okay. Hello, silver und gold. Merry Christmas to you. Um, I don't give a fuck about Christmas, but uh, it's so nice having a few days off. Also, uh, this gives me some time to think about new questions for you. Consider them a Christmas gifts. Consider them Christmas gifts. The best ones you've ever gotten. So let's start. Uh, Number one, Zom, you can answer these first. Uh, What celebrity would you like to punch in the face and why? Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. I, why? Uh, we we listened to our previous review. He is a fucking idiot, and I would like to punch his face. The, That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, I, before we started reviewing this movie, because it's been so long since we reviewed it, I would have said somebody else. But after that, after just reviewing that and thinking about him and how he looks and smiles in this fucking movie, Kirk Cameron. Um, Nugent is up there for me. Yeah, that's true. Um, Charlie Sheen is up there for me because he's so obnoxious. I'm repulsed by people that... Okay, now this is just my point of view. The fact that that fucker has HIV and knew it and continued to have sex with people and not tell them, it amazes me that that people will... how star power and celebrity can make people if that was the guy that li- if that was your next door neighbor oh the cops would have been at his door or, or no, but not even just that you would you would think uh you know what a piece of shit yeah. what a scumbag what a what a jerk but there's people that are like 
well, now those girls didn't have to, and they, they, some of them, they were hookers, or they were, you know, they were, they were porn stars, or, or they knew what his lifestyle was. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Get your head out of your fucking ass. Talk about hero worship, yeah. and worshiping false fucking prophets. Jesus, yeah. it's, um, it's sick. What celebrity He's would you like gross. to shit in the face, like, and why? Huh? What celebrity would you like to shit in the face, and why? Kirk Cameron. <laughs> I didn't know how to answer this. I don't want to shit on anybody's face. Oh, I would love to shit right in his fucking face. <laughs> when his I mouth. Not, I don't up. have an answer for this one because I don't. I don't want to shit on anybody's face. Um, what celebrity would you like hey. to get drunk with, and why? Well, I don't get drunk, so if I had to get drunk, well, see, and that's the thing. It's like if I said, like, you know, you watch these old movies and you see, like, Oliver Reed or John Wayne or um, uh, some of these guys, and you think, oh, man, you know, look at these guys are getting drunk. and everything. But I think those guys would be obnoxious, drunk assholes. Like, they would get drunk, and they'd probably be the kind of people that would come up and be, like, all over you and in your face or want to try and start a fight or, you know, uh, I don't I, know. I'd, I'd go Nicolas Cage on this one. What's fuck, you'd have some fucking funny stories the next day. <laughs> um, I would like to get drunk with Scarlett Johansson. Ooh. How about that? There you go. Okay, then maybe this leads into the next question. What celebrity would you like to marry and why? <laughs> right now, um, it wouldn't be Kirk Cameron. <laughs> how about, uh, how about Bridget Cameron? Or whatever the fuck her name is. <laughs> um, I like Olivia Wilde. I've I've seen her in her interviews and stuff, uh, and I just she's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and she's got that, a certain amount of hotness. Her or Scarlett. I I gotta I have go Jennifer Lawrence funny. for the same reason because she's think funny that, too. Yeah. Yeah, because she, she seems I, I funny and like fun. she's not really like takes herself too seriously. Like yeah, I'd I'd go yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. There you go. Um, what's she the coolest? A lot of what? You ever notice that? What? Jennifer Lawrence has a lot of moles. I'm all right with that. I hope they're yeah, safe, okay. though. I hope she's getting some checked out. Um, coolest. What's the coolest Christmas movie? And Die Hard doesn't count. And rest in peace, Alan Rickman, Hans Gruber. Yeah, Hans Gruber. God, I don't want to see Christmas movie. This one was tough for me. Yeah, because I don't really... Because I don't oh, usually uh, don't like Christmas. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas vacation. You like okay. Um, for me, yeah. I think Nightmare Before Christmas, because I mean that is See, a pretty we, cool movie. I, I love the animation. The music's good. So it was a it was like a Christmas uh, a Christmas um, tradition that uh, some of my friends we'd watch um, Christmas Vacation, Bad Santa, and um, they always like to watch Elf. With uh, Will I've Ferrell. I've never seen Elf. See, I don't really like I don't like Christmas movies all that much, so I can't. I don't. I don't have a good basis here. I um, like Christmas Vacation is pretty funny. Chevy Chase. And, I mean, it's got and I love tits. like Christmas Story, but I don't know if it's the coolest. I might like it the best of all of them, but I don't think it's the coolest. Um, shittiest Christmas movie and Santa with muscles doesn't count. Oh, well, then the Christmas other one with Kirk just, Cameron. Yeah. Um. To avoid the obvious choice, I actually went with Bad Santa. I've seen it twice, and I fucking hate that movie. <laughs> I've ne- I don't know what the deal is with it. I don't think it's funny. 
I don't know. That's kind of what I first thought. I mean, it's kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, know. like, that if you're not works. shocked by the bad things he does, then it's yeah. not funny. And I, and I've watched so much like garbage. Like, it's nothing he says in that movie shocks me at all. Yeah, it's a shock for shock value. Yeah. And that fat kid with the slug pouring out of his nose. It fucking he 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 kind of grossed me out. Like, uh, I would uh, that would suck. Like, if that was your kid. Like if you had a kid that looked like that and that was fucking had snot just pouring out of his nose and was just a douche. There was a there was a kid up the street from me, uh, kind of yeah. tying back to um, uh, saving Christmas uh, from a family that they would leave a sign out at thanks uh, at Halloween saying they didn't celebrate Halloween and all this stuff and uh, they weren't allowed to play video games or watch TV and but he got a chance to play this little handheld video game and he was so like amazed by it that he's sitting there playing i think he was like sonic the hedgehog or something he was playing mm-hmm. and his nose started running and the snot dribbled all the way out <laughs> <laughs> all the way so down to his hands and he he was so like into this game he refused to stop and like take care of the snot that was dripping like three feet down the bo- down his body see i hate that kind of shit because that's that's just like this kirk cameron shit when the parents like uh i i well i should i'm not gonna say but i mean i know a couple of people that like the school that they went to had like three people in it Mm -hmm. because their parents sent them to this chris their their church school yeah they only had like three or four people and like they'd be a senior and they'd be in class with like a fucking first grader oh and they're fucked up they're still fucked up there was this poor girl growing up in my that in elementary school uh her family were jehovah's witness and whenever like uh, a classmate would bring in like cupcakes for a birthday, she had to leave the class. Yeah, and, I worked like, with a guy, and he couldn't oh. like if it, they, you couldn't like when they would if somebody's birthday they would like get a cake or something like that. He couldn't have any of that stuff like that. I don't know what he was. He wasn't a Jehovah. Well, maybe that might he was, be Jehovah's Witness because they're not allowed yeah. to celebrate any birthdays other than Jesus Christ's birthday. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the let's see, uh, best Christmas food or favorite Christmas food, I guess. Well, this one's hard to for me head, too because it all looked like Thanksgiving food. My mom always made these, um, those little, um, they look like little cups, but the it's like a crust and and it's got like the pecan stuff in it in the middle. It's like oh. a little cookie, about yeah, as big as like a. 50 cent piece or something mines are mine the only thing i could think of was the the i don't know if you have trader joe's where you are but they sell these things called uh jojo's at christmas and they're like uh peppermint oreos they're amazing mm. i get those I every also year liked, um, i also like those little smokies which are like those little oh tiny yeah little i remember those that you put them in the crock pot <laughs> With the barbecue yeah. sauce, yeah, those were good. Yeah, it just fucking. It, those are the kind of things that like you just like you just go and you don't like get a whole plate of them and eat them. You, you just, just walk go in back the like sixteen s- times. Yeah, snag one, <laughs> or or like little meatballs. I'm getting hungry now. Yeah, <laughs> like meatballs. Those, yes, yeah. that was in the cro- in the little crock pot with the brown top on it. Um, like stuff that you can just snag. What actors would make a great tag team? And he said Spencer, Spencer, uh, Bud Spencer, and Terrence Hill for him. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> and 
me think. Nicholas Cage and Vincent D'Onofrio. They're both crazy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage could be like the smaller crazy guy and Vincent D'Onofrio would be like the big like uh, uh I I love him, George. I pet him and I squeeze him and hold Mine, him. I I went with Charles Bronson and Crispin Glover. <laughs> Bronson would be so Weird. fucking annoyed by my girl. Yeah, Bronson by would be just pissed all the time. <laughs> yes, it'd be amazing. Um, yeah, if you I could saw kick... Crispin Glover the what? other day, and it shocked me. He was in that hot tub time machine. Yeah, he was in both of them, I think. Yeah, you wouldn't think of him as being like that kind of a guy. He played a really weird character in that, too. That first, you know what? The first hot tub time machine was actually pretty decent. It was funny. Rob Corddry. Um, if you could kill one movie, which would it be and why? The one that we just reviewed. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. No, well, okay, let's let's just take that out of the picture. Um, I'm sure there's a Mark Wahlberg movie that I fucking hate. The Mark yeah, what Wahlberg was the one that Justin of... gave us that time. <laughs> what was that one? I can't remember. The 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 whatever forever he tied it carved in his chest. The Eva. Nah, that one because that one wasn't that bad of a movie, and Alyssa Milano was so fucking hot, it made me just like jack off. Um, that the when he re- remade the Gambler, the James Con movie, <laughs> and and he's just so horrible, and is and he's just awful. No, no, um, well, Paris Texas too. I hate that movie. Oh, I would kill. So I would kill, and I don't hate it as much as most people. But because of the mess that it made and how people still have so much venom, I would kill out of pity uh, Star Wars Episode One, And it would solve so many people's problems with <laughs> how they view... All over the world. You'd be doing the world a favor. Yeah. I think that would be a, it would be a mercy kill. Everybody would thank me for it. Even the people that like it would be like, okay, thanks. Like, people just won't complain about it anymore. It's gone. Um. Okay. Who would you cast to play yourself in a biopic? Hmm. Somebody who's a complete idiot. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I said. It has to be him. I said, and based on the movie Her alone, I would do Joaquin Phoenix. I think. Yeah, could yeah, I can see well. that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who I would pick. I mean, that's kind of hard to. to um, let me think. I can't even fucking fathom anybody that's as stupid as I am. <laughs> it's self-loathing. <laughs> Robin Williams, and look what happened to him. He's dead. Oh. Um, oh speaking speaking of Joaquin Phoenix, I want to watch Inherent Vice again. That was pretty good. Yeah. It was different. Yeah. Different. I'll pick Joaquin Phoenix, too. There we go. It's an easy pick. There he can go. be anybody. Yeah. How about Daniel Day-Lewis? A fat Daniel Day-Lewis. Yes! <laughs> and he could walk around when he was playing me. He could walk around and act like me, uh, <laughs> even to his family in the nice. off hours. Uh, and the last one, which I don't have an answer no, for. No, because no, no. I... I already had that figured out when you asked me before. Oh. It's Michael Fassbender because he has a huge cock. There you Yeah. All right. Last one, which I don't have an answer for because I haven't. To tie in with my watch list, which will follow, have you ever had a sex accident? I mean, I've had times where the girl's on top and she's really getting into it and she comes up too far and squishes down on my, my, my wang comes out and she 
cheat with oh, all yeah, her. Oh yeah, like sits uh, on your crooked. Like I don't. I guess that counts, yeah. but I can't think of anything that really stands out for me. Um, like, I've never done. Oh, oh yes, when that fucking stupid girl uh, was on her period and didn't tell me, oh. and I fucking went down. That was a sex accident in my mind. I knew a, I knew a Dumb. guy that pulled out a lima bean once. <laughs> on his, pulled on out a lima bean on the end of his cock. Yeah, it was butt sex, Out and he pulled out her... a lima bean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have not had one though. I honestly I can't. Yeah. I mean, like other than like, whoops, I shot it in your eye or something. But it, I mean, everybody has that happen. Oops, I did it again. Yeah, I know. Um, I, no, I can't think of any like no. There's there's never been any poop or no. or uh, that, no, that, no that, injuries. That, I've fuck, never had an injury. Well, I, like I said, I mean, I had a couple of. The, uh, it's funny when 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 the girl's doing that and she, and and your your wang comes out and they come down on it, you know, with oh. with you know, and and you're like, listen, I don't know who you think you're in bed with, but you're not in with John Holmes, so you might want to <laughs> yeah. you might want to tighten up that thrust a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, no bouncing with me. You got about three inches to play with there. Um, all right, so Rolf says, I also watched some movies and thought I might give you some quick thoughts. I watched 1114, which may be most famous for Hillary Swank looking even more weird with braces. Uh, it's a pretty good movie, though. It's told in Rashomon style and has one of the coolest scenes in cinema history. Patrick Swayze eating a sandwich. It's all, I haven't seen this. Have you? Uh, it's also pretty hardcore on its Christian themes. Uh, you dare to fuck on a grave, the tombstone will crush your skull. Take this literally. Sex accident again. Uh, you dare to have an abortion, you will die a horrible death. You dare to pee out a car window, your dick will be cut off. Well, that's not a Christian offense, I think, but hey, it's also pretty funny. Uh, next, I watched Ip Man for the first time. Uh, it's clearly a uh, Hong Kong propaganda, like any other Hong Kong movie, but the fighting is awesome. Uh, I'm not very familiar with Asian martial arts cinema and wondered if you could give me some recommendations. I've only seen Enter the Dragon, uh, Crouching Tiger, and Tony Jaw and Jackie Chan stuff. Tony Jaw's not even Hong Kong, so you're, you're good there. Uh, not too crazy about kung fu comedies. I like them lean and mean. If that expression fits, I don't really know, but it sounds right to me. Hey, that works. Uh, so that's it. Happy holidays. You enjoy my Christmas tune. Cheers, Rolf Oot. Oh, he did attach a tune. Fuck. Um, oh, God. Let me, let me pull that up while, could, if you can think of any kung fu movies to recommend for him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he likes lean and mean, no comedy. Lean and mean on the high school scene. Um Jesus Christ. I'm not the world's biggest person to ask about that. I would ask Jake uh, of Cult of Moose School. Yeah. He knows all stuff. And he's good at recommending because he'll even tell me, he'll be like, you know, I know what you like. You won't like this, but you'll like this. And he's always, you know, usually spot on. I've watched a lot of them, but I can't, you know, I mean, like, I'm, I went all the way back to uh, Five Deadly Venoms when I was a kid and Shaw Brothers stuff. And then uh, um, I like the uh, Don, uh, you know, Donnie Yen stuff. Um, yeah. Like, uh, new one, Kung Fu Killer is pretty good as far as just action, action, action. Um, I'll t the, there's a really good one. Uh, that's, most of mine are always going to be Shaw Brothers movies. Mm. Um. There, like, uh, we did King Boxer, which is definitely worth checking out. 
there's the 36 Chamber of Shaolin. There's a few Gord Liu movies, if you can find his stuff. 36 Chamber and um, uh, Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, he'll, he'll, you'll probably dig. Um, the... I watched a few weeks ago the Chinese Super Ninjas. I thought that was pretty fucking good. Uh, let's see. Um, there, see, you're gonna be borderline. Although if you like Jackie Chan, you'll be fine with. And I actually prefer him. Sammo Hung movies. Um, and he did a few like uh, Magnificent Butcher, which is pretty good. Uh, that or not Shaw Brothers. But they do have comedic stuff in it. Um, but uh, and Prodigal Son, he was in that was good. Um, the one I was trying to think of has <sighs> Jaleel White of all people in it. <laughs> From not Jaleel White, um, the other guy, Dwayne Wayne. Who's the guy that played Dwayne Wayne? What's that guy? Michael Jaleel White. J- Dwayne Wayne was a. Uh, Kadeem Hardison. Okay, so Kadeem Hardison was in a movie called Drive. It was just called Drive. That movie's pretty great for a, a 90s action movie, like a martial arts movie. That's got um, uh, Mark DeCascos in it. Pretty cool. It's good. Um, so those are my recommendations. A lot of the Shaw Brothers stuff, uh, Ch- maybe, I mean, Cheng Che is a pretty famous director, but his movies can be a little long-winded. Um so That's the only thing about some of the Shaw Brothers movies is some of them are just too fucking long. Yeah, if you can find a good 90-minute Shaw, you'll be doing fine. Yeah. Um, Shaw. Robert Shaw's good, too. He was Robert good in Nut Jaws. Okay, here's, here's Rolf's uh, <laughs> audio. somebody was shitting in an oil drum i think the last one was a burp oh oh i like yours better though shitting in an oil drum all right we got a couple more emails um uh jay wrote oily maniac hey zaman loaf very happy to have you two back semi-regularly he spoke too soon after your hiatus (laughs) uh zom is full of surprises uh i was expecting savage street to get the infamous zom too but it got an eight or something um, I really relate to Loaf's trials going to the movies, my, my anti-social behavior. Uh, do you find yourself just waiting for video on demand or Redbox rentals instead, or uh, instead of dealing with the anxiety of going to the movies? Actually, what I do is I get to the movie uh, five to ten minutes into the trailers, and I ask the box office if, <laughs> if how crowded the movie is, and if it's more than half full, I'll not go. That's, that's a really, good. That's a good plan. Yeah, and that way I, I skip trailers. There and sitting. I hate sitting next to people I don't know, yeah. which is really 
antisocial of me, but um, hope the holidays were kind to you. But realistically, they were probably brutal. Yeah, they weren't very good. Um, happy 2016. But let's face it, we're all getting older, and life becomes colder and more hopeless. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what 2016 go. movies and remastered Burt Lancaster movies on Blu-ray are you most looking forward to? Uh, hugs, Jay. I 2016 Rose movies. Ta- Rose Tattoo with Lancaster. For some reason, I'm seeing that. I don't know uh, if it maybe they're releasing that on Blue or something. I think. Um, uh, I think Criterion is releasing The Killers on Blu-ray. Ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Like the Lancaster. And I don't know of any. I don't know any twenty six move t- sixteen movies. What are, what's what's even coming out this year? Oh, the new Rogue Squadron will come out. The like, mm-hmm. the I, I think I guess Oscar Isaac's will be in that. He's good. He's um, good. Just everything. Let's see upcoming movies in twenty sixteen. Kung Fu Panda three. That's gonna be out. Deadpool's out this year. Oh, Hail awesome. Caesar. Hail Caesar. I'm looking forward to that. Um. Batman versus Superman, I'll look forward to. I'm, I'm a DC There's fan one boy. with Vigo Mortensen I saw when I was looking up his IMDb called Captain Fantastic that Captain looks interesting, Fantastic. where he plays like a weird dad who's like a, kind of a, I think maybe like a hipster kind of a dad. Um, Let's see. I've not heard of much of anything. I, but like I said, I don't, I don't, oh, they're doing a, I think they're doing a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon uh, sequel. Oh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday comes out this year. <laughs> <laughs> Pee Wee. He um, always makes me chuckle. Yeah, I don't recognize any of these other things. <laughs> I, I, I don't watch. Um, oh, Captain America Civil War will be this year. Mm-hmm. X Men Apocalypse. Taco Lips. Oscar Isaac's in that. Oh, is he? Suicide yeah, he Squad plays Apocalypse. this year. <laughs> Fucking. Ghostbusters is this year. I am not looking forward to that. Fucking man, that's bullshit. Well, I don't care. I don't care about it messing with anything back in the past. I, do. I just don't like the director or what's her face. Women shouldn't be Ghostbusters. Yeah, whatever. because they have boobs. Oh, Bad Santa too. Speaking of Bad Santa, Bad Santa two is this year. I bet that's uh, gonna be great. Oh, Doctor uh, Doctor Strange is this year too. Doctor Strange with uh. Benedict Humpleput. Humper, Humperdink. Benedict <laughs> Humperdink. <laughs> uh, all right, one more. Oh, I like those. Um, I want to watch this one probably hasn't come here yet, so maybe it's, I don't know if it's 2016, the uh, um, new uh, Sherlock Holmes with Benedict Cumberbatch, mm. where they're back in the Victorian ages. I've watched all the ones with him, and they're cool. all good. But he did the TV <gasps> show, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, the, the TV show, the series would be oh, there's the Captain three Fantastic hour and a half movies. Uh huh. So they're basically, you know, it's it's not like a series. I mean, it's it's three three separate movies. Uh, I mean, each season was three hour and a half movies. There's an untitled Brad Pitt Robert Zemeckis, uh, movie, and it's something to do with World War Two. Uh, that was my <laughs> what oh it's a count it's an let's see after falling in love with a french agent during a dangerous north american mission an allied counterintelligence agent is quickly notified that the woman he is has married and has a baby with is likely a nazi spy 
Yeah. Yeah. And it's got Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Ooh, that's gonna be, that could be good. <laughs> I like her. I'd like to see Brad Pitt in uh, the new Ilsa. Who who could play Ilsa, She Wolf of the SS? Scarlet. <laughs> yeah, but there's no there's nobody there's no women that have like really big jugs. No. These days. Not not movie stars anyway. Yeah, they don't go for the big uh, the the hourglass figured big tit psycho big tit. Maybe you can make it somebody skinny then, right? No. No. It have to be, it has to be somebody. Well, remember in uh what was the one uh in uh, Grindhouse where they had the werewolves of the SS and it was Sherry she Moon Zombie yeah, and yeah. uh and um uh, what's her name? The fucking one that was in all the other big tit movies. Wasn't it um shit. That's her name. Sybil Danning. Was it Sybil Danning? And Cherry Moon Zombie? Was she or in Sybil that? Danning too? Was long? she in that trailer? She's I looking speaking of speaking of like kind of tea baggy. Sybil Danning. Um anyway. <laughs> uh Matt from Omaha writes. Uh, happy New Year, Zom und Loaf. Uh, writing to say I enjoyed episode 191. We are in the 190s, I guess. 192 this is. The review of Blood and Bone got me wondering about what other Michael Jai White films are worth checking out. Uh, so he wants our top three Michael Jai White starring recommendations. Besides, man, they got to put the besides in there. Besides Spawn and Black Dynamite. As Fuck, always, I can't love the show. Tell. Matt Am I losing my connection? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, because weird. It's like I'm trying to connect on my um, Firefox and nothing's connecting, but I'm still talking to you, so I obviously still have a connection. Um, so I can't look anything up, so I can't tell you. I, I, I Unfortunately, he listed Black Dynamite. That would be in my top three. Unfortunately, also... Um, I can't Michael think Jai of that White, many that he starred in. Yeah, he's, most of his good movies are ones he has not starred in. Um. Okay, so we'll, we're going to go through some Michael Jai White, Jai White movies and recommend. So, because, like, he was in, um, let's see. He was in that Batman movie, and well, Joker yeah. came in I, and fucked him up. Um, he was in, the like, the Universal Soldier Return, which is probably a starring role, and that movie is awful. Turd. Is that the one with Goldberg? Yes. Yeah. Um, he was in. I'll tell you. Okay, a good one that he starred in was recent. Um, it was do, 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 the uh, the the Falcon one. Falcon Rising. Falcon Rising. Definitely watch Falcon Rising. Um, he doesn't quite star in uh, Skin Trade, but Skin Trade's pretty good. It's also got Ron Perlman and Tony Jaa and Dolph yeah, Lundgren. That one's good. That was a good one. I like that one. Um, he was in. Uh, Undisputed Two, definitely watch Undisputed Two. Oh, that was fucking! I love that one. Yeah, uh, that's that's that would be the number one one. He honestly, like, before he started on this run, like Dark Knight, Black Dynamite, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, he was not. He didn't star in much at all. Like, there's a movie called Silver Hawk. He didn't star in that. Uh, Breakfast of Champions. God damn. What was that? That's that Bruce Willis one based on the, on that uh, Kurt Vonnegut book. It's oh so yeah. Bad. Um, I don't even remember him in that. 
Dark Knight, Black Dynamite. Undisputed 2 is... Yeah, Undisputed 2 might be my favorite of all the ones I've said. Because that's the introduction of Boyka. But, I mean, he's got some starring stuff coming. Um, He's been in a couple movies with... um, I feel like I talked about these last time. He's been in a couple movies with Stone Cold. He was in Tactical Force. I saw Tactical Force. But I don't know if he's a star in it. I haven't seen it. Tactical Force. And he was also in... um, Another one with Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. I don't know the. I don't remember the name of the other one. Uh, so those might be worth looking up. And he's an Android cop, which I have meant to look up, <laughs> which looks really bad. He was in Toxic that? Avenger too. Uh, oh. I wonder if he was. I wonder if he was like skinny when he was in uh, some of these movies, like in 1989. How old is this son of a bitch? He's like 46. Jesus Christ, how he's almost as old as me. He's born in 67. He wishes he had my body. He's 48. He'll be 48 Dude, this year. He's, he's born in 67. I was born in 65. Yeah. He looks, he's, I mean, well, well, but then again, some of the movies we're watching are older, too. Yeah. Well, he's not that damn old. Falcon Rising was 2014. Now, let's just put it this way. He's on fucking steroids. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he looks so good. All right, that's, all, that's it for Feedsack. You can always send us that stuff to 206-339-1600 or silvagoldpodcast at gmail.com. Um, our show, as always, is on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio, maybe, and <laughs> I still haven't checked. And um, uh, our website, silvagold.com. Uh, and join our Facebook group. I don't think we've had a new member in, like, months. So there's some a- girl on there now. Really? Yeah, I don't know who she is. I know I one of them. I don't. I don't even know if we've had a post in months. <laughs> I had a girl comment on something I posted. Huh? Or I'm sorry, a woman. Who? What did you post? I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't remember now. I'd have know. to go back through and look. Well, you can always see hot dogs hitting an ass and the guy farting out candles. So there's that. <laughs> Uh, it's so silver and gold. So silver and gold. Um, Leslie, Leslie. Oh, Leslie. Yeah, I, I know Leslie. That's your friend. Okay, yeah, yeah you have a yeah, mutual yeah. friend. You. Okay. You. Yeah. Well, she's new. She's not. She's been on there a while. <laughs> okay. She just actually commented on. Something. Yes. Uh, Leslie, I don't know what it is yet. I'm, I've told her to post in the group. She does a podcast, too, so keep an eye out. Uh, they talked about Star Wars recently, and I still don't know the name of the show, so um, I don't know if oh, I doubt she ever listens to this bullshit. But, the Elvis Mary Tyler Moore post. But she needs to uh, 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 plug on the group, so keep an eye out for that. Um, plug. Plug, butt plug. The I don't, I don't know what we're doing next week, so also keep an eye on the Facebook group, all four of you that watch it, and uh, we'll... <laughs> talk about what we're doing next time um i'm going to bed because i have yeah. to work in the morning i might go back to bed and i don't have to work tonight so yeah. i can sleep all night if i wanted to i ate macaroni and cheese along with my crisp apple angry orchard cider when i got home so macaroni and cheese would be good i made some the other day in the slow cooker and i'll tell you what it wasn't great i was very disappointed hmm. i did make i made a uh, coconut chickpea curry 
and it was awesome. Oh. I did it in the slow cooker. I cooked it for like nine hours on, on low. Chicken pie. Smelled good, but it's like it's very simple. It was like tomatoes, chickpeas, um, coconut milk, uh, onion, jalapeno peppers, and curry powder, and that was about it. And when it's you great. have time to do this, you should be spending all this time you're wasting on stupid shit like that. You should be doing stuff for the show. Well, that's why it's a slow cooker. It takes me. <laughs> <laughs> I spent five minutes uh, cutting up the onion, and then I just dumped all of that shit in a pot and put it on, and I left it there. And I watched, and I did this the day I watched seven movies that in one day. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, it was that's pretty good pathetic. Time management. I just sleep all the time <laughs> and cry. I got the crying down, but the sleeping yeah. I have trouble with. So. Uh, all right, uh, you got anything else? Let's let's let's. We need to um, we need to make a pact in 2016. This is going to be the year that both of us man up, whatever that means. We're going to man up, sack up, sack up. Quit being douchebags. Yeah, stop making <laughs> stop making desperate phone calls and waiting on unattainable women. <laughs> Happy goddamn New Year! Fuck all of you. Until next time. This is a loaf. My voice cracked. Zom oots, whatever. Bye. <laughs>